The true origin of our country's native distilled libation is hazy at best. What we can say with some confidence is sometime around 1770, whiskey distillers in Kentucky started storing their spirits in charred wooden barrels. These hardworking farmers and businessmen were simply trying to make a living. Little did they know that over two centuries later, three of America's native sons would be inspired by their discovery to come together in discussion in an attempt to understand everything from the perplexing to the absurd. A symposium on discernment, if you will. This is an examination of life. Welcome to the Bourbon Chronicles. Happy Sunday, everybody. I should say Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Did we figure out, could we say Super Bowl last night? I don't, I don't going think with we're the, allowed to. I'm going with yes. Okay, all right, perfect. I agree with Alan, so beg forgiveness, and not permission. what else would you do an hour before the Super Bowl, but turn on your radio and listen, listen to three jokers act like they know what they're doing? There's three things you do before every Super Bowl. Chips and salsa, nacho cheese. And radio. And listen to the Bourbon Chronicles. Absolutely. Guys, introduce yourself. My name's Alan. That's it. That's Alan. There he is. I'm Kelly. We have Nicole here, uh, our producer, Nicole. Hey. And this is volume one, ladies and gentlemen, of the Bourbon Chronicles. I'm Hamilton. And uh, let's cut the music. So here's the deal. Um, about uh, about a month ago, um, I came into WSOS uh, to do from seven thirty to eight. I do a, I co-host a morning show with Kevin Gettings, and uh, I talk about my true career, which is a financial planner. Which will be the last time I say that. Yuck! Nice. All right. So uh, I got in the car after after the show, and I'm like, you know what would be really cool is uh, if I could just hang out in the radio station uh, with with two <laughs> of my best friends and just talk about life and laugh and and you know because we think we're hilarious and we know everyone else would think we're funny so what i did is i called nicole and i said hey look i have this idea that we could do a show about bourbon barbecue and blues and um because at the time that's that's you know what came to my head and she was like that's awesome so i called these jokers and i say i have an idea and they're just as crazy as i am so they're like let's try it so for the past month why not why not but past month we've been putting this thing together um, and this is what happens in our neighborhood. So they're my neighbors. They live beside each other. Uh, I live across the street, usually about anywhere from three to four o'clock on probably two or three Sundays out of the month. We call it Sunday fun day. Um, the sun starts going down and we, we grasp that last piece of the weekend. Uh, we don't want the weekend to go. We have work in 12 hours. So we're just going to have fun with our family and our friends. So 
well, it's impromptu. We bring food over. Uh, we play cornhole. Uh, the kids play football. We'll bring a TV out. We'll watch the Masters or any golf tournament that's on or, or any football game. And we just hang out. Around 6 o'clock, the kids start going in. Uh, the spouses go in. And the men tend to uh, congregate uh, <laughs> on, the, on, a, on someone's porch. And uh, if we're lucky that week, a bottle of bourbon comes out. And we crack that bottle open. And what we've noticed is that a bottle of bourbon is a lot like life. Um, its taste is different. Um, uh, one person can pick out smoke and pepper, and the other person it can be vanilla and cherry. Uh, but that's when the magic happens. So my thought process behind this whole thing is that maybe we can, we can get that bottle of magic. Maybe it's just going to happen one time per Sunday per month. Uh, maybe it will happen every episode. Uh, and maybe for the eight people that are listening right now, you might find it today. Uh, but this is the Bourbon Chronicles, and hopefully we make you laugh, and, and you, you just you laugh with us and all that other stuff. And Mr. Allen, tell us about what bourbon we're going to try today. Well, first of all, I just want to say that was, that was beautiful. You have Let me say, wait, wait, hold on for a second, guys. Show. If you all screw up this show after that opening, <laughs> we're not going to retape it. That was perfect. Well, I like that you mentioned your two best friends because I realized Yeah, where that, are they, by the way? Yeah, yeah the other two here. guys said no. <laughs> And then Alan and I were like, well, we'll do it if they won't come. We, yeah, we you, enjoy you, it. You I actually tried. said that yeah. like I agreed right, right away. I think yeah. I had, you had to talk me into this. I think I you had not. to get me drunk. I did. Me oh, wait, that was, a, yeah, that, was some, that was for something else. And so Alan, you're, Alan's a super emotional guy. He's really touchy-feely. He likes to, you know, hug and, and talk about his emotions. <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's really. the funniest thing. Not really. That's but anyway, that's a good, that's a good intro, Ham. Thank you for the, uh, you're for the kind words. You're welcome. So tonight we are gonna we're gonna be trying Colonel Taylor, Colonel E. H. Taylor, small batch. So just to tell you a little bit about it, mm. it is personal it's my my personal favorite bourbon. I've been drinking it for a while now, and pretty much this is all I buy right now. Um it originated around eighteen sixty nine. It's uh, distilled in at Buffalo Trace in uh, Kentucky. It's uh, owned by the Sazerac com- company. It's a hundred proof and it's aged a little over eleven years. And so it, this is a hundred proof. It's a hundred proof. We have an hour show, and this is a hundred proof. Yeah. So the last 40, 40 minutes of the show, it, be really, no one can know what we're we're talking about. <laughs> exactly. And and the other good thing about this is it comes in at a pretty good price point. And you can get it for under fifty bucks. Usually, you can get it for around forty two dollars on sale somewhere, and it is just absolutely delicious. Usually, my qualification for any good drink is it's got to have a rose on it and it's got to be under ten dollars however <laughs> those that make you sick no the the reality like you said ham is you know sitting on the back porch and and uh, coming together at the end of a weekend and like there's a couple of hours or where you don't you're not ready to think about work yet but you're not quite ready to you know to give pack it, up. it up for the weekend yeah. that's when these bourbons and there's a couple the of yeah. there's been a couple of mondays that we've held on a little too long we've called on it a sunday night mondays that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> we felt on a little bit too long. <laughs> so, Kelly, why don't you pour us a glass of this stuff? We'll do. I'll play bartender here. All right. So, what we're going to do each week is we're going to we're going to taste the the bourbon, and you know what? It's going to taste different to everybody. Um, but we do want to talk about it. Uh, there are going to be some times that we get um, uh, we get the distiller on, and we're going to ask some questions about uh, how long they age it and what their process is. Uh, we're not doing that today. We're just actually going to just drink the bourbon and hang out. Um, so, all right, we have our bourbons. We're going to let those set for a little bit. Mm. Um, 
small batch. You said this is small batch. I know what I think it means, but we need to also bottled and bond. Oh, wait, by the way, can we tell everybody that if there's a word for before amateur, that's us. So pre amateur, (laughs) pre amateur, pre amateur, premature. The the cool thing about this whole thing is that you're going to watch us fall on our face and you can do it right along with us. So, um, all right. So what do you think small batch is? I want to hear this. Kelly, uh, it's it's uh, what my my opinion is is there's Allen that's large well yeah there's there's Allen that's large and there's three batches there's large medium <laughs> small this one's small Allen you want to know we can only afford small <laughs> do you know what small batch means no I don't all right good well I'm gonna bail you guys out nice thank you <laughs> that's well what we were counting on there's single barrel uh, and there's small batch so a single barrel if you think about it you go into a, a distillery. Uh, they make the bourbon, and then they put it in a barrel, and then they age that barrel in a warehouse, okay? So a single barrel, oh, and then the distiller goes around, and they poke holes in the barrel, and they try the bourbon as it ages. So a single barrel is— Where do if, I get that job? Uh, exactly. Isn't that beautiful? A single barrel is if they taste one of the barrels and they think it's exceptionally good, then they keep that barrel to the side, and they let it age, and they continue to check it. So the bourbon that they bottle from that single barrel is called single barrel, okay? Mm. Now, a small batch is they have um, – it could be anywhere from I think it's 10 to 200 different barrels that they can commingle and mm. put into one bottle, and they consider that small batch. So what we're drinking now is, is the process of, of several different barrels that go into making these bottles. So there you go. Thank you, Mr. Bourbon Trail, because we Good information. Sent, yeah, we sent you – you guys for, sent me. You paid for it. We, we sent for you. We knew we were doing the show. We sent you last week to Kentucky, right? Yeah, I did go to Kentucky. And you you didn't to, send me, though. I, just I know. Went. I'm kidding. We didn't send you. We, we actually, we actually, <laughs> actually stuck on to hear like a Actually, my wife sent me. Stuff. She's yeah. like, get out of here. They, yeah. She kicked you out of the house. But you, you saw a lot about you went to Buffalo Trace. Went to Buffalo the, Trace, yeah, which is where Colonel Taylor's made. Right, um, and then uh, we went to Woodford Reserve, which is my favorite. Which we'll, we're actually we're going to taste next week uh, the Woodford Reserve Double Barrel, which is my all time ultimate favorite right now. Actually, that's the first what they consider the first dessert bourbon. Um, so dessert bourbon. What's yeah. it called again? Uh, it's uh, uh, Woodford Reserve Double Oak. Double double oak. Double oak. Just double. I oak. think you said I do double have barrel, double but let's, let, yeah, let's I'm sorry, double oak. Because yeah, double I'm barrel's sorry. a different thing. Altogether. Hey, thanks for pointing that out, buddy. <laughs> that's why I asked you here. <laughs> Premature. S- somebody's got to tighten us up. Uh, speaking of speaking of keeping us tightened up, we need to introduce Nicole, don't we? Oh, I did introduce yeah. Nicole, but hey, Nicole, Hi. what are you doing here? I'm hanging out with losing her job. <laughs> Nicole has been awesome. She's put her her neck on the line for yep. for us crazy people, <laughs> and we're sorry. Yeah. Okay, uh, I just have to keep you in line. Sorry. Good luck with that. So one of the other things I wanted to talk about really quick about Colonel Taylor is it's it's what's called bottled in bond, which is pretty nifty. There's a there's a bottled in bond act of eighteen ninety seven and what happened was a long time ago these all these bourbon distillers were, were uh basically adulterating their product. They were putting all sorts of stuff in it to, to make it flavored. Adulterating. Ways. Adult they were committing bourbon adultery. <laughs> That's a big word. That's Exactly. Pretty sure and that's in so, the Twelve Commandments. And so they passed <laughs> the Bottled and Bond Act, and what that said, what it did was it made the uh, the federal government the guarantor of a spirit's authenticity. So 
um, there's a few things that, that, that well, there's several things that a spirit has to, to uh, uh, qualifications that a spirit has to meet before it's called bottled and bond or bonded. But uh, a few of them are, it has to be made by one distillery, by, excuse me, by one distiller in one distillery, and it has to be made in one distillation season, which is typically either January to June or July to December. Now, Colonel, T- and from my understanding, not a lot are bottled in bond now. T- Colonel Taylor is one that actually puts it on the bottle that it is bottled in bond. Right? That's why I say it's pretty nifty. I think it, you know, it's, it's fairly rare anymore. And I have no idea what that means i know that it tastes good in my mouth hole so it's <laughs> yes so, we know it's really really good and actually uh colonel taylor was the one that actually pushed this bottle and bond uh act back in the You're 1800s right. e.h taylor all right so one thing that we want to do every week we're gonna uh pick out all three of us that we have one song that we're gonna pick out um and and we're gonna play one of uh, i think alan's is first uh so hopefully it will you'll get to know us a little bit better about the type of music that we play and we hope you enjoy it the other thing is, one thing that we never thought about that could actually happen is people would actually give us money to talk about their product on wow. our show. Yeah, what are they uh, thinking? Yeah, what are they thinking, <laughs> right? Uh, but man, sure enough, our first show, we have someone that wants us to talk about their product, and we've yep. been able to, to use it for a few days, and it's pretty awesome. Um, you you want to talk about it a little bit? It's called the Grippy, and so pretty much everybody now has a Yeti or, or some sort of tumbler like that. I've got. I know our house. We have probably five or six. We've been gifted Yetis. Well, no, you you leave them at, at our house. You typically, they're at your house. <laughs> I That's have right. seven Yetis. But this <laughs> they're thing, spread across the neighborhood. Yeah, <laughs> but the grippy is very unique. I'm holding it in my hand right now, actually, and it's it just it it really it does a great job of of giving you a better grip on your Yeti. It so makes it like unique, a, like a rubber it, sleeve. Like what, it's a silicone, silicone sleeve. That's right, and it comes in ten colors. And uh, so I know which Yeti is mine when I set it down on Hamilton's counter. Or, uh, and if and I you can see, see him from pick across it up, the room. I throw a rock at him. And now Kelly is actually wearing it as Get a sleeve. It. Almost up to my elbow. We yeah, it's, really, it's really a cool Ooh. thing. Um, so what you need to do, what everybody out there needs to do, is go to uh, getagrippy.com. That's G-E-T-A-G-R-I-P-I.com to take a look at these and get you one. You can also go to the Ace Hardware over on County Road 210. If you pull it off your forearm really hard, it also acts as a double for, like, um, hair removal, which is interesting. That's yeah, so you can use it for that. Ladies can painful. use it on their legs. No, but one of the cool things that uh, that Lee told us was, um, you know, people put uh, Wait, you said powder Lee. coating. Who's Lee? Lee's the grippy guy. Okay, right? great. He, and he came he, up with the... He invented this stuff. Oh, that's Lee cool. is the inventor. Brainchild of it. Says. But the, uh, I guess if you powder coat your your Yeti or your Tumblr, you can actually void the warranty. Oh, so really? So this is something that actually slips on and off of it, and then That's you're perfect. good. Yeah, We're going to put good. pictures up on our Instagram page, which is Bourbon Chronicles, uh, also the Facebook page. Um, so check us out on that. Uh, we're going to roll into our first song uh, because we want to taste our bourbon, so we'll see you in a little bit. Got a bird, what a whistle. Baby, got a bird. Thing. I learned 
Is an awesome song, and I hadn't heard it until you, Alan, suggested it. So, who was that, and and why did you pick that song? So that was uh, Taj Mahal, and uh, for those of you who don't know who Taj Mahal is, he's just a uh, not just he's a great blues artist. So uh, go out and, and buy his music. You do. And the love name of the blues. song, the name of the song is Karina. In case you didn't catch that, um, and the reason I picked it was because I really enjoy it. It's a good jam. <laughs> that, the first time I heard it was, I, th- I think it was probably your back porch. Yeah. Uh, hey, and Alan said, hey, there's this great artist called Taj, Taj Mahal. Mahal. And like, I think yeah, you and I were both, right, that's whatever. a location, not an artist. <laughs> <laughs> and then he breaks out this song. I'm like, how in the world have I never heard that song before? Exactly. It's awesome. I think it's um, it's a it's a pretty old song. I don't think it's a new one. So since 60s. you liked it so much, which one of you two has listened to any other Taj Mahal music? That since? would not be me. I did try and listen to the rest of the album. Oh, okay. I'll give you, no, I'll give you uh, credit. Try. I didn't say I did. I said I tried. No, it's it's pretty good. I mean, I'm, I probably listened to the first 20, 30 seconds of, of the All right. whole so album. So. And then you play some hipster music. And then I play. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, that's not. That's not. Oh, come on. I did I've, live in Miami for a little while before I moved back sneak, to St. Augustine, but I don't. I snuck over to your house and looked in the window, and you're <laughs> raving it up. No, you came over one time, and I had fallen asleep on the couch while Frozen was on TV. <laughs> that was right. awesome. It was, we, have, we, <laughs> we went to a, we were at a party. Selling myself and, out. Here and, we go. I, was Bethany, was out of town or something? Bethany was gone. I had the girls, and I I said, y'all come over, because, you know, I'm, I'm, once I get the girls in bed, I'm solo, and 
I was the only one that came over. You came over, but <laughs> so I'm glad on, you were the only and I, one. I look in the window and I'm like, oh my gosh, is that frozen on TV? Um, and I said, yeah. And Kelly is on the couch watching it. I think you were awake. I was asleep. Well, <laughs> maybe. We'll, we'll say for the show that I was asleep, but the, Frozen was definitely on the TV. Yeah. All right. So your first drink of the bourbon. Awesome. What do you think? It's just so good. It's 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 really not overly sweet, but it's it's but it, it has a lot of sweetness to it. I don't know how to explain that. A lot of times, to me, uh, bourbons are, are too woody, too uh, oaky, and this one is not at all. I mean, you can taste the wood, you can taste the oak, but you definitely don't taste that over the uh, vanilla, the caramel, and the other flavors that are in there. I, I, full disclosure: I like ice or. Yeah. Or, or a little yeah, bit of water too. in my bourbon, and I get cold. So this is one of the few that I can actually drink neat and not have an issue with. It. It's got a good burn, but it's not it's not so strong. And I, and I actually didn't know until tonight. I've had this before. I didn't know it was a hundred proof. So that explains a lot of the crashing into bushes that's happened. Yeah, I was on the that. bicycle at nine well, o'clock at night. I enjoy it with <laughs> rocks, which we don't have tonight. But the main reason for that for me is that I like chewing on something while I drink my bourbon. Um, Tobacco, not tobacco. tobacco right. Yeah, gotcha. But this, I, I know, you, it's, it's, it has a little burn to it. Um, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but it's def, definitely up there. Uh, top, I, I would have never had it without, without Alan. Top five for me, for sure. I would say. I would but I haven't tried too. all of them. I mean, I think part of the greatness about this show is that I will get to. I'm going to try every bourbon ever made. Alan's going to bring in a bottle of Pappy one time. You said you had a bottle of Pappy in the closet right? if you have a bottle of pappy in the closet and you haven't told me and then we're i'm didn't you friends. say that alan hey everybody listen speaking <laughs> of that if you have a suggestion for a bourbon yes e- email us at bourbon chronicles radio at gmail.com bourbon chronicles radio at gmail.com you can also find us on facebook just look up the bourbon chronicles or at the bourbon chronicles and instagram just look up bourbon chronicles we have an Wait. email address can I- Seriously? Can we I, do. Can I, can I, uh, can hey. I bring, you're going to be really mad at me. Oh, here comes. I'm already mad. Alan's <laughs> mad tonight mean? anyway. But last night. <laughs> when is Alan not mad? We, we met. Alan got so ticked at Kelly because he messed with the Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> me? No. I thought no. it was you. Well, no, Let's wait. Well, he was mad story. at both, I, both I, of I, us. Tell the whole story. Way too many chefs in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question. Who uh, put please. the red heart on uh, one of the posts? It, uh, one of our fans, apparently, I didn't no, put red hearts. It was Hale's, you was put Hale's. Hale's. Oh, I love red hearts. <laughs> I think the hearts on Facebook, that's a great thing. Because it's, First of it's all, better than for, like. Thanks for telling us. It is better than like you love it. And I loved whatever I loved, I loved it. Hamilton, Wait, don't let's even not know get what about, it was. Let's not get away from what Alan got mad. So first of all, <laughs> I, changed a, I changed a post. I changed a post because I wanted the out-of-town listeners, all, all two of them, one of them being my mom, to know how she could listen to the show. Mm. Um, and so I just I edited it just a little bit, and Alan did not like that. No. And, and, and well, see, the beautiful thing about you this— You should have made your own post, Hamilton. <laughs> the beautiful thing about this relationship is there's, there's no um, two people like the other. And, and Alan and I couldn't be more um, yin and yang. I think there's a good balance. But there's been several times throughout our back porch, we call them BPBs, that I promise you this six foot nine gentleman was going to kill me. I thought he was going to murder me. Oh, I was never going to kill you. Well, it, it came close. Well, and then I fall right in the center of you guys. You think so? Yeah. I have a little bit of both. Yeah. So. Thank you for balancing us out. But really, Nicole balances us out better than anybody. 
Because you have the cooler That's microphone. Right. <laughs> her I do microphone. Have the if you ever see pictures, that her microphone is so much cooler it is. than ours. So I make changes on the Facebook page and nobody knows. Ooh. Yeah, why can she make changes? That's and you because don't get she mad? does it so gently. Because he don't know. So Kelly goes, who changed the picture on Facebook, right? Was that you said that, I right? think. I think so. Because you shared with your friends. Yeah, I tried to share some folks and get them to listen. And then and then Alan's like, I did because I run the Facebook. And that was kind of our first My fight. Facebook. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> that is not right. at all how <laughs> this went down. I so, think so. So I just I've been managing this Facebook page for two weeks without any help, Nicole. Here it comes. Oh. This is without what I've been trying help. to. This is what I've been trying to, to right. prod. Right. And all of a sudden, one day, <laughs> yesterday, Kelly decides to log into Facebook <laughs> and notice everything that he doesn't like, and just start switching things up and shooting out emails. And hey, this is misspelled. Hey, I don't like this picture. <laughs> That's right. Hey, I I'm changing the misspelled this. Thing. Hey, yeah. And you know what, man. Get on the Facebook and help out every now and then. I if you're gonna that do this. I foretold the future in that, if you all remember, I sent out an email and said yeah. you can edit it on your own. I tried to tell Kelly. Kelly uh, you know what Kelly's thing was two weeks ago? Oh, uh, I don't do Facebook anymore. Facebook is so yesterday. There's so many. I don't. I don't this care. Facebook is so two thousand. I realize this might be like Ke- going Kelly against border, our marketing strategy, but I don't care on Facebook. No, 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 no. <laughs> He's a hipster. No, no, no. But I don't care if I take a quiz on Facebook at what kind of um, right. Patronus I am. That's or everyone's political opinions. Would it would I'm it so shock anyone that. that I love that stuff? Yeah. I'm so <laughs> tired of that stuff. Like my day is not made because I'm a I'm a I'm a stag from Harry Potter. Like what the hell is a Patronus? I don't. That's something that when you drink it, it's tequila. I don't know. It's so that's what Facebook became to me. So I actually got off of it until yesterday. When I was looking and at you our just page, like, you just barreled and, right through. Yeah, well, we had misspelled bourbon, and I think that's um, that's that's a tough one. But we we fixed it. We fixed it. Well, so anyway, we fix it. The, the cool thing about it, um, what you're listening to, is this is actually us arguing about a Facebook page. We argue about stuff all the time on the back porch. But at the end of the night, we we shake hands, high five, and, and go back to our. Not houses. last night, man. Alan was mad. Last Alan night. stormed off last night and drug the table with him. But, but <laughs> wow. that's all right. No, you know but, what? You know what? He this is this is how it ended, which is it, he's right. He's like, you know what? We got to get it out now because it doesn't need to fester. And he's exactly right. And he did the right thing. He laid it right out on the table. Let's talk about some stuff we agree on. He told you that you were wrong. Yeah, I, and that's fine. And I am frequently. Ask my wife, Beth. What do we agree on? Uh, I think we agree on music a lot of times. Bruce Willis being the best actor ever. Bruce Willis is the best actor of all time. Armageddon. <laughs> And Armageddon 2 Hands and Armageddon, the final cut with the extra DVD clips, is the best down the movie best of all time. ever. There right? was no two. There, oh, I thought there was there never a two. So, oh, barbecue. So we'll get together. On Harry the back Stamper portion. died, so he couldn't make another one. So we could all live. <laughs> Harry Stamper um, sacrificed himself so we could do a radio show. Perfect. Perfect. But we agree on the type of music. We, we um, Somehow, how you pulled us together, Hampton. Hampton is that my new name? Ham. Oh, to do a show about this, and and you know it was um, something crazy. And this might be our only show. Yeah. (laughs) Again, Nicole's going to lose her job because of this. So radio station's done. We're we're like a half hour in, and we haven't even talked about the Super Bowl, which is happening. You can't say Super Bowl to the big game that's happening. Can we say Lady Gaga? You said the big game. You can say Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. The. So are you excited about the halftime show? No. Nope. Are you all kidding me? I really. To be honest with you, I've never, ever, ever gotten excited about a halftime show. Hold on. You sound surprised that we're not excited. Are you not excited about the halftime show, or is it because it's Lady Gaga? No. Can you reach his bourbon and take it away from him? You always try to do that. (laughs) 
I'm right. not no, saying I'm not that she's, about that. I'm, I, I could care less about Lady Gaga's music. Is maybe great. I don't know. She's probably a great performer. I'm just not a halftime show guy. Halftime, okay. well, I, I go get another commercials. plate of chicken wings. Yes. Yeah. But do you? So you don't watch it at, at all? Maybe if if I'm in the room. If usually when we're watching likes the, it, right? So usually when when we're watching the Super Bowl, it's all of us together, and usually there's. 20 people together and so there's conversations going on all, all over the place so there was one halftime show that was interesting prince no mm, you too no, no justin timberlake and janet jackson yeah that one was oh, yeah, somewhat interesting right <laughs> i'm telling well first of all prince's was the best hands down the best ever in my opinion well you love prince and i, I do too you, but it's still it's everyone says that it's i mean he did foo fight he covered a foo fighter song yeah. during the during the halftime show did he? What a, what which a, one Oh geez! Oh, uh, best of you, out. best of you. You had a tough year with music this year. You're, you're, Last you're year, a, yeah, twenty sixteen. Well, David Bowie right. and Prince, but Prince man hit me hard. Yeah, that one, that one affected. You're going you to listen me to cry. That. No, don't do that. Twenty sixteen's <laughs> in the book. I'll tell you and the other so one. Glad. The other one that was really good was U uh, two after after September eleventh. You uh-huh. remember that one? That was don't. pretty amazing. Uh, where they they their last song was the streets with no name, and everyone that passed away and and the and. Who played in the Super Bowl that year? Oh, geez, I don't know. Oh. So he remembers that you two. I couldn't tell you played in the Super Bowl during last halftime. Year. <laughs> yeah, right, me I'm, I'm the same way. <laughs> I know the Panthers were in it last year. <laughs> well, who who won last no, year? No, last year was Seattle and, and Denver New won. Peyton Manning no, that's won. That was two years ago. Yeah. What was the interception? Two years ago with New England. There's usually an interception in every Seattle. Game. Yeah, that was two years ago. So last year was. Denver and Carolina and Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. Okay. All right. Peyton I like living in the past. road off in the sunset. Um, all right. We'll talk a little bit about Super Bowl after uh, uh, this song and we'll see you in a little bit. I don't want my, I just want to be a better man to my baby. Jezebels under perfume sheets. Mm-hmm. Got a golden smile, heart overflowing, reconnaissance love, but it wasn't enough. What can I do? What can I do to get back to your heart? I'd swim the Mississippi River. If you would give me another star, girl All night long I was out Out to the morning But baby, you're tender Love's when I'm longing Baby, please, I'm down on my knees Baby Mississippi River, if you would give me another star, girl. What can I do? What can I do to get back to your heart? I swim the 
Mississippi River. What can I do? What can I do to get back to your heart? I'd swim the Mississippi River if you would give me enough start, girl. I think the fact that we pick our own songs might be. Aside from the bourbon, my favorite part about the show, and that was Leon Bridges. You picked that one, Hamilton. Right? I did pick that one. That, that he's pretty new. Is that uh, record? That song's came, not from thirty-five years ago. No, that's what it sounds like, though. He has that <laughs> Sam Cooke sound. He came out uh, last year, and the whole record is awesome. Awesome. Uh, so if you haven't picked it up, you probably should. So we have we have different music tastes I, on this well, show. At we're least. pretty similar on something different than we, the norm. Uh, you're not going to hear anything top forty. Yeah, on this show, I don't think I might break out something. Sometime. No, you're not allowed. All right, you'll get you'll get bourbon restriction if you <laughs> if you play Lady Gaga. I realize that she's in the the uh, the big game this week, but you cannot play Lady Gaga on this show. That's that's a rule. That's the sixth rule of bourbon. I don't think you get to make the rules, Kelly. You're right. I don't. You'd be in a lot of trouble <laughs> if I did. <laughs> so, did you guys see the Tom Brady thing about his uh, one of the kids asked uh, about his dad? Awesome. No. Awesome. What happened? I teared up. Yeah, I did too, man. So uh, during the the media day, the uh, kids get to ask questions. So they asked him, um, they asked him, "Who is your hero?" And immediately he said his dad. And it was it, if you don't if you haven't seen it yet, it's worth going on Google and and looking it up because it was it was pretty genuine and it made me. I'm going to root for the guy tonight. I mean, his. So the kid asked him, "Who's your hero?" He he answered. My dad, and and he couldn't say anything else, and he just he choked up, and it was such a genuine moment. I don't think you can you can't fake that. Let's put Nicole on the spot. Hey, can you pull that up on YouTube? I'm, I'm working on it. Oh, that okay. would be really cool. Producer, it, it would of almost the year. be like a real radio show if she could. Producer, I need to know of what it's year. called. So close. Do uh, Tom, Tom Brady, Brady Tom Brady cries. Mm, You're probably going to get about a thousand videos if you put Tom <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady, Brady crying because he cries at everything. But you sent that earlier this no, week. None you, of those are. You texted it to us early this week, and that was that was a pretty. All those are memes. So, so <laughs> nothing against Tom Brady. I've, I'm not a, a Patriots hater. Like Alan like doesn't like there criers. Are a lot of of in the world today, but I am going to root for the Falcons just because they need a Super Bowl. And you're from Georgia. Well, I am. I've never been a big Falcons guy, just because you know I grew up. We grew up college football. Where'd fans. you grow up? Albany, in, in Albany, Georgia, and we grew up college football fans, and and. The Falcons were on television on Sunday, but Sundays were the day you went to church and then you came home and played football. You didn't watch football. Saturday mm. afternoons, though, you were in front of the television. You managed to play football, football against this guy. Does anybody know when the when the Falcons first when they when their franchise started? No idea. Nineteen sixty-eight. What, what's your guess? I just nineteen sixty-eight. No, no, it's got to be later than that. <laughs> no idea. Oh, I will what's tell you guess? this. Oh, I would say. Uh, no, I'm going to say it's probably around 70-ish, 70. Alan was born in 32. 75. Okay, I'm going to say 79, so I'm going to hit it right now. Alan was born in 1932, so I think that he. Oh, what did you say? 68. 65. Wow, see? I think so, I found it. Hit it. You want to try it? We'll give it a shot if he, if he curses. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, here's Tom Brady crying. It's a great question. Well, I think my dad is my hero. Because he's someone that I look up to every day. And, uh. What? Get that guy a tissue. Yeah. 
Alan's so mad at him for tearing up, but that's an awesome moment. Yeah, that I think that awesome. was genuine. What yeah. you couldn't well, it had see, to be genuine. <laughs> you could you could kind of hear it, but what you couldn't see was his his emotion. He just nodded at the kid. Yeah, that you know what they say tears about, coming down. You know what they say about radio? Mm. Don't explain what people can't see. Yeah, we're terrible at it. Yeah, we're so bad. Those are the two rules of radio. Well, so. Uh, not to belabor the point about Tom Brady, let this be a Tom Brady love fest. But I love him. I did read an article about him today, and, and his team, teammates, he, they say he's a genuine guy. They love him. He buys them gifts. He's always asking about their family. And they say what you see is really who the guy is. And I, yeah. I have to root for him tomorrow. Yeah. He sounds tonight, like a great sorry. guy. I, you know, honestly, before that clip, I was on the fence. I, I was too. I, 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 was really, I really like the Falcons too. I grew up in Jacksonville. Um, so, you know, we didn't have the Jags growing up and, um, we do now, but we've still got a ways to go to get to a Super Bowl. But, but regardless, kind of the Falcons were the proximity team. They kind of rooted for them. Right. Um, or, or the Dolphins or maybe the Buccaneers. I never but. could get behind the Dolphins. Never, never. Even when I lived in Miami, I couldn't. So let me ask you, Derek, Derek, Derek is not going to be South. happy with you. Were you more of a college football fan? Way bigger college football yeah, yeah. fan. My dad so, took me to every Florida State football game. I think my dad didn't miss a Florida State home game for 13 years. Well, even when you lived in Miami, you didn't get behind him? No. Not at all? No. and, and not So a, isn't Derek a big Miami fan? Our buddy Derek is a huge Dolphins fan and Hurricanes, but he grew up in Fort Lauderdale. Uh, he's, he's another neighbor. He's another neighbor. So to explain this na- this crazy neighborhood, I moved back to St. Augustine. I grew up in North Florida, but I moved back to St. Augustine four years ago, and I moved next door to you, Alan, and across the street from you, Hamilton. So terrible bad oh, luck really? for the two. Yeah, ter- <laughs> it took us a year to figure out. <laughs> it took us longer than a year. We were. <laughs> I lived I, as, I lived across the street from Alan for about eight years before. We, home I mean, our daughters were hanging almost out immediately. Well, when I Kelly moved wave. in. I would wave at, at your wife, Nicole, which is this can be interesting because our producer is Nicole, and so your wife is, but they're two different people. Let's be clear on that. So we got right. Nicole, though, and well, Nicole. Exactly. There you go. I, I, Nicole, right. So I would wave at her, and she would look at me like, this crazy guy. Yep. Well, the same if, way Bethany looked at me. Exactly. With well, and so I think Kelly's there was wife. a moratorium on hanging out because our wives didn't like Our wives us. are mean. Is that right? They, well, they aren't, they're only nice to us. I don't know that they're mean more so than they just know that we're idiots. My wife is a lovely person. <laughs> well, yeah, but all right, I say this because, Allison, no, wait a second. Allison Let me clarify because I just got a bad look from Nicole, the producer. Allison is We say saint. this all oh, the, the time. Up. Look, the phone's lighting up all the time. <laughs> My phone is, we say this with them around because it's always a joke. So, oh, geez. Is it a joke? Is it? It's not. I'm in trouble. All the time. But hey, I, but I, hey, I got I an idea. It, let's so. talk about the sponsor tonight. Let's talk about the Griffin so, Grinder. Let's get off this topic. <laughs> please save us. So we are Nicole, actually promoting us. a product. We would love for you guys to go out and take a look at it. It's called Grippy. And what it is, it's a silicone sleeve that fits around your tumbler, your Yeti tumbler, your Arctic tumbler, uh, all of the different types of tumblers. It fits on all of them. Uh, it comes in two different sizes, uh, the 30-ounce and the 20-ounce. And I got to tell you, they're really unique. There's nothing like that like this out there. I put one on my Yeti and I'm I'm in love with it. I'll never take it off. All yeah. right. So it says it's available on Amazon. Uh, you can also go to the website uh, getagrippy.com. I'll spell it out: G-E-T-A-G-R-I-P-I dot com. Um, and um, I I think it's pretty cool. Tonight's the first night that I, I'd seen it. Um, it's so unique. It's made out of the same stuff baby pacifiers are made out of. Do we know the cost of this? Do we know how much? Yeah, well, it's around between $12 and $14. Okay. All right. 
worth it to identify your Yeti so you it's don't. It's absolutely worth it. Worth it. It comes in a lot of great colors. What's the other purpose of it before besides identifying Put your Yeti? Put it on Yeti? Kelly's you, arm. You can throw Kelly a Hamilton from, from across the room. It works that no, way. No, but for real. Why have it besides your color? Because you can grip it. Ah. Yeah, it, it, it really. It, it, out. Well, I know what happens to you a lot, Hamilton, is you put your bourbon down and then you grab someone else's cup and drink their uh, vodka. Vodka cosmopolitan. <laughs> and you go in the vodka room and, and cry for an hour. Vodka and cranberry. Right, yeah, you, exactly. can, you can't do that. So identify your drink. So you can, you can also pick them up at Ace Hardware uh, off of County Road 210. Um, so please support, support our sponsor. Um, it's a local dude, too, right? He's from, from yeah. around here. His name's Lee Hellstrom. Congratulations, Lee. This is a cool product, man. He's a I, University of Florida grad engineer. That's cool. That's cool. Ooh, yeah. just lost the whole Georgia Bulldog contingent. That's yeah, well, we hey, got a Georgia Bulldog, Bulldog right here. Bulldog and I'll, I'm, I'm, I've got one. That's true. So. That's true. You are, you are a diehard Bulldog. All right, so we were talking about the Super Bowl, and we always eat way too much, but there's a Dorito. Is it Dorito? No, Tostitos. Tostitos. What, what is a that? A breathalyzer have bag. Have is you guys heard about this? Yeah. this <laughs> we cannot most... have these on Sunday. This is... <laughs> well, that's why we stay at home. Do you have to be able to eat a Tostito? Like so to- let me tell you, mistake number one, when I, Tostitos, I mean, this was a dumb idea. You don't do a <laughs> breathalyzer bag out of a, a chip that 12-year-olds can buy. So We're angry Allen. Ladies and gentlemen, not, backstory, this, this is, is angry no, Allen. No, I'm not angry at all. I just can't believe <laughs> We're going to go ahead and withdraw our name from the Tostitos sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in the Navy, Tostitos, this was back in 1988-89, we were in Australia. And we would go to bars in Australia. They have breathalyzers on the wall. So there's a little dispenser. You, you pull down on the lever. It dispenses a little straw. You stick the straw in the little hole on the breathalyzer, and then you blow in it. And it tells you whether you're too drunk to drive. Well, we, we weren't driving anymore. That was how long ago? 1988, so they And there's nothing like that it's the, until It was now. genius. It was genius, except for the fact that a bunch of Americans came in there. And what was our first thing? we decided it would be a great idea to drink as hard as we could and blow in the thing and see who could get the highest number. <laughs> the scoreboard. So, Leave it to the Americans. Not a good idea. So, but now Frito-Lay Wait, has, did you has win? become the, con- the, the contest. bag contest. It's going to be who can make this thing the reddest. Apparently, when you uh, breathe into the bag, if it comes back red, it, if it turns red, uh, you're too you inebriated to drive. But you can eat some more Tostitos. But you can chow down on some Tostitos yeah. and wait a while. Maybe you'll be able, able to drive. What, mm-hmm. Now, the Twitter lit up with so that. So Twitter went crazy. <laughs> and uh, and so I've got a few of the tweets. I printed them out so I could read them to you. One of them was from at the Orange Cone. It says, how will you know you're drunk by blowing into a Tostitos bag? Well, the first clue is you're so drunk you're blew, you blew into a Tostitos <laughs> bag. <laughs> So, then, then at uh, Lawrence KSPD, the police department said, if you have to blow into a Tostitos bag to know if you're too intoxicated to drive, for the love of all that is holy, do not drive. <laughs> Don't need it. And then uh, T- at Tea Party Angel wrote, uh, hashtag, in my humble opinion, that new Tostitos breathalyzer bag is genius. Now we just need a Tostitos pregnancy test bag to pee in. <laughs> <laughs> but you, so you think, so look at the applications, but you think it's a ridiculous idea. I don't know. I, I oh, wait, oh, wait a second, though. We're talking about it. So it's pretty genius if you ask me. Exactly. It's I'm going to go get it. I'm going to go get it. Every week. No, it's only, it's a limited thing. You can only get it, I guess, on Super Bowl Sunday or you, 
Well, it's we going to be to get very it. limited. Do we have them here? Have you I seen them in the one. store yet? Not yet. I wonder if there's going to be a commercial. Well, I guess mm. we're going to find Maybe out in an hour. Oh, actually, we're going to find out in like 15 minutes. I yep. think the bigger point here is I want to know every week, Sundays at 5, what ticked Allen off that week. It's going to be something. Well, we know week. what it was this week. It was our Facebook message. It was our Facebook, Facebook. And it was this bag. But Nine weeks out of ten, it's going to be something that has to do with Kelly. Yeah, probably me. <laughs> something I've done. <laughs> and we're going to have our special Kelly segment. All right, so if you guys want to want to reach us, uh, the, the best way to do Kelly it. Today's Kelly segment. <laughs> oh, that was one. <laughs> Nicole gave us one of those, and you just used it up. Um, so our Facebook page, Bourbon Chronicles, or at the Bourbon Chronicles. Uh, email us, bourbonchronicles at gmail.com. That's bourbonchronicles at gmail.com. Give us an idea on bourbons to taste, what Alan did that takes you off. That yes. might be something. And how here. great yeah. Kelly is. <laughs> Please tell me. I need I need the support here. And the other thing <laughs> is, make sure you, you check us out uh, every Friday at 5. We're going to roll into another song we'll see on the other that side. That would be Sunday at Sunday 5. Sunday at five. What did I say? You said Friday. What did I say Friday for? I don't know. We can do Fridays, too. I'm an old man now, I can't do nothing Young folks don't pay me no mind But in my day, I sure was something Before I felt the heavy hand of time
the side, west where the sun sets, where rainbows never die. Nice, Kelly. Yelling when the song was still going. You were hot. Young yeah. folks don't yeah. pay Turn it down. Pre-amateurs. Well, I mean, geez, we just have to roll with it now. Yeah, sorry like about that. Song. That's a great song. You know, that, that was Kelly's choice, and you can talk about it in a second, but I want to say um, Chris Stapleton, which I love, uh, this was his group before he became a a household name, I think. Yep, the Steel um, Drivers. The Steel Drivers. Mm-hmm. And tell us a little bit about the song. Well, I love bluegrass, even though you're the one from Kentucky, Hamilton, not me. But um, I just love that sound, and uh, and I love Chris Stapleton's voice. This he's been with the Steel Drivers for a few albums before um, he went solo and made a huge hit. But that song's you know about an old man passing away, and I'd heard that song. Um, I don't know, early part of last year. And I texted you about it yeah, because it yeah. just, I was cutting the grass. It just stopped me in my tracks. And I was like, man, you got to hear this song. Cause I know your father had passed away. Yep. My dad was still alive at the time. And then about three or four months later, my dad suddenly passed. So really hard, but that song got me through a lot of hard times because I love the, uh, the message that it portrays like, Hey, I'm old and, and I don't feel like people listen to me, but gosh, I was, I was really something time, back in my day. Yep. And I think we all, I mean, I'm, I'm 41, so I'm I'm not super aged, but I'm getting to the point where I'm like, man, I used to really could get things done. <laughs> oh, not, I know the feeling. Not as easy. Can you imagine be. if you were yeah. as old as Alan? Man, I, yeah, that's a tough one. That's a tough one. <laughs> but um, but hey, but thank you for playing that. That's kind of a um, I will probably step it up from there because I'm more of a rock blues. Like the Black Keys is probably my favorite um, all time band, but I like um, old and country. Pull up some Black Keys. I'm just kidding. No, I'm no kidding. just kidding. But so as a, as a thank you and a, a moment, um, you mentioned that you hadn't had dinner yet, right? Correct. So I stopped, I stopped by the restaurant on the way and picked up a bunch of bacon. And um, I wanted us to have to share some bourbon and bacon. Because <laughs> oh, look at that. Because while you guys are talking about um, bourbon all the time. That's um, exciting. Yeah, I smell that. Smell this that. Is Wait, where'd you get that? Um, I, actually, I actually picked I, I called uh, Jaybirds on the way up and I said, can you guys make four sides of bacon? And um, the guy said, first said, no. And I said, please. First, he's like, why? He's like, what in the world? Do you realize how much bacon that is? And I said, do you don't know who you're talking to, first off, <laughs> because we'll eat all of it. Anyway, they whipped it up real quick. They actually used it for a pizza topping, but I said, leave them whole. And I want to take Man, them to my friends. Man, you can't eat bacon. That's you know, so Kevin's yeah. going to come in here Isn't tomorrow, that good? and there's going to be grease, grease everywhere. everywhere. And it'll smell fantastic. Hey, Alan. Are you not mad at Kelly anymore? No, no, no. Okay. Is this appease you? I brought Beckham for you? Yeah, it worked. Okay. <laughs> See, that's all I got to do is feed you, guy. That's all. Well, when we talk about bourbon. <laughs> With a mouthful of bacon. <laughs> mm, that's beautiful. Uh, when you're talking about bourbon, uh, do we want to talk about the five rules now or we can, we just, we can wait till next week? We, gotta, we have a hook. And if that doesn't hook anybody, want to know what the five rules of bourbon. Nothing will. Nothing else will. So let's just wait. Let's wait. We can talk about the five rules of bacon. Sorry, what are the guys. five rules of bacon? <clears throat> cook it. Five rules of... Oh. Cook it. Watch it being cooked. Smell it. Put it in your mouth. And 
Eat all of it. Eat all of it that you can while you're on the <laughs> while you're on the radio. So you can't talk. Now you got a mouthful of bacon and you're swigging bourbon. How does that? <laughs> how does that go down? It's perfect. Don't give my secrets away, man. You know, it's see, really well, good. Well, but think about it. some people pair uh, red wine with what chocolate or almonds or fillet. Colonel Taylor with some pork. Some pork bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Did you but, see? Did you see the thing on the SAG Awards with the kid from oh, uh, or the guy from uh, Stranger Stranger Things? Things. Okay amazing because that show is awesome that show and, is awesome and i actually you're gonna you know you're gonna play a clip of it do you want me to let me let me let me lead up to it real quick because this guy gets up and accepts the award and if you haven't watched the show he's the sheriff on it and he starts in like mm, just well, you but i know both of you all have watched that yeah. the show right yeah, i have because we've actually texted each other because we thought we were in the upside don't down. spoil it i haven't finished finished it yet and when we're hung over we think we're in the upside down <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. What oh, that you is. haven't watched I, it I yet. Finished you have, yet? Oh my god! I know what. The That's right. I forgot. You is. never finish anything. I do finish some things. He just however. watches Frozen. Yeah, I finished Frozen thousands of times. You never did finish that glass of bourbon. I can tell you that. Well, well let's remedy that and then actually um, play. Uh, like go I, with. Like how far into it? I don't know. Give it a few seconds. This guy loses his mind, and I can't tell. Alan thinks it's political. No, it's not political. I think well, he's. Believe it's, me, it's political. All right, every you guys listen and you tell us if it's political. On behalf of this fearless and talented cast, uh, we would like to thank. Oh, it's so heavy. Uh, we'd like, like Winona Ryder during this. Did you have you seen Sean, her face? Matt Ross and the amazing <laughs> casting director Carmen Cuba. Um, and I would just like to say that in light of all that's going on here, in the this world, ramps it's up right here. To celebrate the already celebrated Stranger Things, but this award from you, who take your craft it's still seriously kind of boring right now, right? and earnestly yeah. believe like me that great acting can change the world. Is a call to arms. This is when the mushrooms kick in right here for the guy. To go deeper and through our art to battle against fear, self centeredness, and exclusivity of our predominantly. The cool thing, though, when you watch it is the kids of Stranger Things go crazy and start and patting him on the back. Society by revealing intimate truths here it is, right here. As a forceful reminder to folks. That when they feel broken and afraid and tired, they listen they are to the Bourbon Chronicles. <laughs> we are united in that we are all human beings and we are all together. That's, it's pretty cool. On this I think. Horrible, Have you not watched painful, it? Painful, joyous, no. exciting. And so just listen to it. You don't think it's good? Being alive. All right. Now, as we are act in the continuing no, narrative no, no, of oh, Stranger oh, Things, we right 1983 Midwesterners will repel bullies. <gasps> we will shelter freaks. I am and ready to go play the Super Bowl. Yeah. Alan's looking like he's. It's so political, so emotional. So anyway, I thought that was pretty. If you watch it, the guy goes crazy because you don't usually do something like that on a show like that. And and Matthew Modine is just looking at him like, what? What's going on? None of this was scripted. None of this. What about Matthew Modine's hair in Stranger Things? It's great. I wish I had so fluffy hair. I could probably do that. Maybe. Yeah, you can. I can't. Mine's Nicole's gone. like knocking all her stuff over to get bacon. Almost all the bacon is gone. Calm, calm down, Nicole. I'm hungry. All right, we have five minutes, guys. Five minutes till what? Till we got to wrap the show up. Till Judge Wapner. Can't believe it. It's gone so fast. Well, look, Alan, like you've said before, um, hang with us. This show will get better. I think we'll we'll learn a little bit more about the show. We know a lot about each other already. Uh, unfortunately, I think Alan knows way too much about me, but. Um, We'll learn more about the show. We want to hear from you guys. Um, so email us ideas, email us bourbons, email us um, uh, what you think we did and didn't do right. Um, 
bourbonchroniclesradio at gmail.com. And, if so, hey, and by the way, Kelly will eat anything. So if we can come up. No, I do. If someone wants See, to email us about hot <clears throat> sauce. and I will try it. hot sauce. Yes. Our good buddy that. Aaron uh, has. Uh, I, I coughed. So the trick there is our another, another neighbor, Aaron. Um, had uh, peppers. You grow peppers in your backyard, and so does Aaron. Right, Alan? Mm-hmm. Okay, so these are not just peppers. They are earth-shattering hot peppers. They're not, dental peppers. Well, but they're not, because they're grown next to... Oh. Well, we, uh, so I, so I grew a bunch of scorpion peppers. Yeah, and right next to the dental peppers. <laughs> so maybe there was some cross-mogination pollination you, there, going on. Maybe. Sure. I've Conjure, had a dental conjure, pepper. Conjure. This was hot on a they, level. They conjugated. They conjugated. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, I watch I watch Aaron and his wife Suzanne just mow into this uh, this daddle pepper. I'm like, that can't be that bad. They didn't their eyes didn't water. Which, by the way, we have a topic on eyes watering. Um, we'll come back to that because yeah. these guys don't believe me. But so I I pop this pepper in my mouth. I bite it, eat it, and it's unbelievable. Well, daddle peppers are hot, man. Yeah, but this was on another level. I've had hot, so I'm just gurgling. Um, creamer it's coming out of my nose my mouth my eyes are watering and at that point aaron lets me know that he for i think two years running straight yeah. was the texas state fair hot pepper eating champion he ate and uh, the- <laughs> he had like uh i think the way they set it up is you have a minute or five minutes to eat as many habanero so did he peppers. hustled you huh? he hustled me on hot he and i chowed on i forget i think he said he ate 30 da- or, or habaneros or 25 yeah. And the habaneros. only thing that saved me is Suzanne, his wife, tasered me with their little taser in the back. And that, that kind of Wait a second. Me. You had a hot pepper and you got tasered? Yeah. The That's tasered, before I hung out with you, The right? milk wasn't working. Now, I think you were next door. Um, I waved at, at uh, Nicole and she said, <laughs> you can't hang out with that guy. Wait, where did Good I, decision by her, by the way. But. Alan just is breathing into a Tostitos bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still okay to drive. Now, now here's something that we've been debating, and these guys look at me like I'm crazy. So, no, don't do the whole cry thing. Too late. So when I we have when, two minutes. Oh, the show's over. Whoa. So when you hear your voice on the radio, when you hear your voice played back, I think it makes you tear up. And I don't think it has to do with when you hear it by yourself. I think it's when you hear it in another group of people. If you hear your voice being played back in another group of people that listening to it, that you tear up. I don't know what it is. I'm so sure it's psychosomatic. I asked someone that okay. that I was interviewing on air. Yeah, and they and, said, and they said that they do. Oh, no, see? no way! Yes, so no. listen, I gotta have a vote on this because these two guys think I'm of, nuts. I was trying to make fun of Kel, and it backfired on. Well, me. it 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 backfires on a lot of people because I'm just bulletproof on that. You can't. Right. I mean, th- there's only so many things you can make fun of. Listen, I grew up with the name Kelly. All right, it's like the boy I'm Sue True. thing, right? So it's just. Whatever, bring it. And you spell it K-E-L-L-E-Y. No, don't do that. So I will come across the table. It's K-E-L-L-Y. So that's 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 where you cross I did the that line. once. I did you it draw. once on, on an email and he was like immediately he's like, hey, drop why? the E. Drop the E, dude. Just Dad, drop the E. Dad gum it because I can't cuss. It's the radio and I don't want you to get fired. Right. Right. Too late. We've you. already done that a couple yeah. times. Listen, we're we're sorry um for doing this to you on the radio. But thank you for giving us a shot. By the way, if you want to open up your own radio show, email Nicole. <laughs> yeah, right. She's, she lets That's any crazy person. Hamilton, thank you for setting up this opportunity, man. This is so much fun. Enjoy and this will be a last soul. This will be our last yeah. show. Volume yeah. one, Hopefully and we're done. volume two happens. Volume enjoy. Last. Happy Super Bowl. All right, everybody, enjoy the Super Bowl. Thank you for holding on to your weekend a little bit longer with us. Have a sip, see what happens. I've got to give myself all the